Did you hear Hillbilly Horror Stories is doing an episode all about UFOs and aliens? They'll probably stop in two weeks. You're probably right. You are listening to HHS UF Only, a Hillbilly Horror Stories bonus episode. Hey guys, welcome to episode 23 of UF Only. What's going on everybody? So Tracy, I thought we would do something a little bit different today on this episode. Okay. I know we do mainly like sightings and stuff like that, but I was watching a documentary on abductions a few nights ago, and the first thing I learned is that technically... Over the years, the term has been changed from abduction, uh, abductees mm-hmm. to experiencers. Well, they've changed that because not all people who are abducted, we'll say, go against their will. Some of them go oh. willingly. So, mm-hmm. therefore, they're not really abducted. That's right. They're going on their own. So, they've changed the term to experiencers. And it includes a, a lot more situations than just the, the standard. All right. So there's a gentleman that was on, on this show by the name of John Mack. And I'm sure if you're a big UFO guy, you probably will be like, oh, yeah, I mean, he's like one of the top, you know, people in the field. Well, I'm not one of those people, so I didn't know that. But I found this guy very interesting. And on this episode... He was talking about a bunch of different things. So I started doing some research on him to find out a little more about him. Now, he actually passed away in 2004. Mm. So it's been a while. And he was in his 70s. So was he? Okay. But he he was a psychiatrist at Harvard University. He'd been on several talk shows while he was alive, basically telling everybody that his belief that abductions are real. And he was very... um, open in the fact that he didn't always think that way. Mm -hmm. So I thought we would discuss John Mack a little bit and his beliefs on this episode. Like I said, he was very skeptical in the very beginning. He said that when he first encountered the phenomenon, particularly before he had met with any of the people that had claimed to have been abducted, he didn't take it seriously. He said that he was raised to believe That if we're going to discover some type of intelligence, other intelligence in the world besides the human race, it would be through radio waves or some type of other signals like that. He thought that some kind of being or creature that could enter into our world and physically and emotionally affect us was not part of the world that he was raised in. Okay. So, understandable, and that's probably Mm -hmm. a lot of us probably felt that way. But you could imagine him especially being a psychiatrist and stuff like that, they kind of tend to lean towards most of this stuff is in your head anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he said after working with hundreds of experiencers, which involves a two-hour screening interview before he even agrees to work with them, he has been impressed by the consistencies of the stories, the sincerity in which the people tell their stories, and the power of feeling connected with this and the self-doubt. It's common with every one of them that he had talked to. Oh, no kidding. And like I said, hundreds. It wasn't just a few. So he's seeing the exact same thing in every single encounter that he ran into. 
He said that all of the appropriate responses that these people have to their experiences were amazing. Enough to where he just couldn't doubt what was being said. So somebody asked him, how literally do you take this? And he said, well, how literally, literally to take this is one of the most interesting and complex aspects of the whole situation. He said that UFOs are in fact observed, filmed on camera at the exact same time that people are having their abduction experiences. Oh, wow. So in every one of the cases where somebody says they're abducted, uh -huh. there are UFO sightings or filmings that go along with that from other witnesses mm -hmm. that, aren't, that don't know the person. People, in fact, are observed to be missing at the exact same time that they report having their abduction experience to have taken place. That's very interesting. They return from these abductions with cuts and ulcers on their bodies and triangular lesions, which follow the distribution of the experiences that they claim to have happened in a surgical-like setting aboard the crafts. He said that the problem with our society is that everything has to either be physical or of a spiritual realm, and there's nowhere in between. But people, but people are taking pictures of what's on their bodies yes. when they come back, so yes. they have proof of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Even the, uh, the Stanford abduction story that we told that happened in Kentucky, which is one of the most credible, they had all kinds of pictures of these things on their body that, you know, a lot like triangular type thing. That triangular lesions is something that's very common mm -hmm. in these in these stories. So I don't know what kind of tool they're using, but it's Yikes. leaving like a triangle. When he was talking about that it's either got to be a physical or spiritual realm, he said, we don't seem to have a place for the phenomenon in our mentality. Even though people believe in UFOs and they believe people could be abduction, uh, abducted, it really just doesn't seem it's either... Got to be paranormal or it's got to be real life. There's nowhere in between. And he thinks this is a more of an in-between type situation. Okay. So he says that in all of these cases, the victim has a series of instances that usually start with a traumatic event in which a blue light or some kind of energy paralyzes the person. This can happen in their house, can happen with them standing on the side of the road, or it can happen while they're driving their car. They can't move. Then they feel themselves removed from where they are. They actually float through walls, windows, or out of their car. They're carried up a beam of light into a craft in which they're subjected to a number of procedures. These involve being stared at by the beings, probings of their body, their body orifices, and a complex process in which they remove sperm from men and eggs from women. Oh, that's a little too intimate. <laughs> Just saying. So wait, so when they go up out of the car, is there somebody in the car with them, I wonder? Or do they just pick? I think these are usually people by themselves. By themselves. I was going to say, I, can you imagine being in the passenger seat and being like, <laughs> what the? What? Well, so let's talk about these, this egg deal and the, and the sperm deal. The aliens then create some type of a hybrid offspring that these experiencers said that they are usually brought back at a later time in another abduction to see what was created. 
with their product. Then they're told that these hybrids will eventually take over the Earth after the humans have basically completed their purpose, which is, is their way of saying that once we pretty much destroyed the world, mm-hmm. then these beings will take over. And in several cases, they believe these beings that are hybrids are living amongst us right now. Um, hello, men in black. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that's, and that's where all this stuff comes from. And actually, if you watch the new series, the well, the second half of the new, new season of uh, American Horror Story, every bit of this stuff is in there. They were, you know, the stuff that we've talked about before with the presidents, you know, uh, making a pact with the, the aliens and allowing them to t- abduct so many people every year, which is where like this missing 411 stuff and the mm-hmm. state parks and stuff think that. All this kind of ties in that maybe we did make a pack back, you know. Oh, dude, that's crazy. Did. Isn't that crazy? And in in the new, like I said, American Horror Story, they actually show them experimenting with trying to create hybrids and all this stuff. So all this stuff that we're seeing in TV shows, it all comes from what these people are saying that were experiencers that have been there. And they all had the same story. Mm-hmm. And most of them don't. I mean, they don't know each other, so they didn't get corroborate their story or anything. Yeah. The other interesting thing that I really found out about abductions is that usually it's a lifetime deal. Like, let's say that you were abducted. Mm-hmm. In most cases, you would have seen UFOs most of your life. Like, it's not a situation where, hey, this is the first time I've ever had something. It's like these people see UFOs on a regular basis. As if they're being followed, as if they're... You mean uh, before they're abducted? Yes. Abducted? Yes. Like some of these people were abducted in their 30s and they said they can remember seeing a UFO when they were six years old. So there's a, there's, it's almost like the people who are abducted are being studied for their entire life before and after. So it's a good thing we've not seen one, I guess. Probably. It's a good <laughs> thing. But I think it's amazing. And then some people say that it's a family thing, that their, their mother claim to be abducted and then their grandmother also like it's like they just follow generations of people in some cases wow that's wow that's bizarre so this guy like i said he's pretty fantastic if you get a chance to to look him up on any youtube channels or something like that mm-hmm. you can you can actually find a lot of cool stuff from him i mean he, he was on larry king he was on a bunch of different shows back nice. you know, back well, good when both for of them him. Alive, very cool I mean, this is somebody who didn't believe, and now all of a sudden he was a staunch supporter of I mm-hmm. 100% believe. These, all people can't be making up the exact same story. Right, right. I mean, I agree with that. So, anyways, that's your episode of UF Only for this week. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye.